Hello and welcome to episode 97 of Constructed Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, I have an interview with Ben Lacey. Ben is the creator of Shark of War, currently on Kickstarter. Ben, thanks so much for joining us. Um, why don't you start us off with a short bio about yourself and then we'll talk more about your, your comic and your Kickstarter. Well, thanks. Um, yeah, I, I make my living as an engineer. Um, I started out as a nuclear engineer for the Navy. And I've worked in the last, you know, over the last 30 years, mostly in, in power generation for, for gas turbines, jet engines, fuel cells. Um, and I currently work for GE. Um, I've been all that time. I do off and on like to write. Um, I write fantasy fiction, science fiction, uh, mostly prose, but I'd always wanted to do a comic book. So, so after I discovered um, some of this, the new art software that's available um, to help those of us who are good with computers, but maybe not as good with our, our with pen and ink uh, to draw, I, I started working on this comic book. And after about a year now, I, I finally got it done and ready to go. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely want to talk about the, the, the art style because it does have a unique look. Um, mm -hmm. but let's talk a little bit more about the, the story. Um, I know that you said that you've been writing, you know, various genres of, of prose. Was uh, was this story something that you've had in your mind for for a while, and then when you got sort of the the itch or the bug to do comics, it sort of lent itself lent itself well to that medium. Yeah, I I I think I'd seen either you know one of the Sharknados or or maybe it was the Meg, and I saw how well you know, how well that had done. And I was like, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to knock it, but you know, I, I thought, you know, maybe I could do something better or different um, than, than the usual monster sharks attack um, people. And um, I originally planned it, you know, as a kind of a one-off prose story. It'd be like a short science fiction story. And I kind of had in my mind this idea of a shark with a, a jet pack on him. Um, that it would be just a, that short story. And I kind of filed it away. And then I, I realized that I could actually, you know, make art um, using a combination of, of, you know, modeling software and, and digital um, drawing that, that would look pretty good. And so I, you know, I was trying to decide what I wanted to try and do. And I remembered this story and I thought, you know, this would make a good comic book because it'd be very striking visuals. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I just imagined, um, I keep showing the page two where the guy leaps out of the water, shark leaps out of the water and, and bites a guy in half. And I thought that would make a great, great start to a comic book. So I'm, I'm going to use that as my first you know, comic book effort. Awesome. So, uh, do you think maybe your your background and uh, you, did you say earlier that uh, that you had either worked for the Navy or with the Navy? Uh, yeah, I, well, I was actually in the Navy, but okay, I was an Yeah, I was an engineer the whole time. You know, at the Naval Nuclear Headquarters, um, I you know I rarely went to sea. I was mostly doing engineering work um, for them um, in that capacity. And uh, so, yeah, it did, it, it influenced it and so did a lot of my work with, you know, some of the work I did later with fuel cells and gas turbines, because I always knew in my mind, I wanted, I had the idea that as the shark ate his foes, that they would be converted into fuel. <laughs> and so I basically, you know, worked out kind of the science of how, that, how that, how that could be done. And, you know, in fact, one of my milestone rewards is a science of shark of war 
where I explain how 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 the shark would you know break down a body and then how you know with the technology it'd be converted into a fuel that would run a jet engine. Okay, so you know uh, a good story takes uh, you know liberties and, and bends the truth, but oh, how yeah. <laughs> much how much of this uh, is actually sort of feasible? Not, we not, can, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, we can definitely, you know, a shark, you know, their bodies produce a shark oil. Um, their livers are very large to produce a large quantity of shark oil and it, it will burn. And, you know, anything that's a fossil fuel, you can convert into into a higher, you know, fuel. Uh, you, you know, that's basically what a refinery does uh, to, to take, you know, crude oil and make it into, you know, gasoline and jet fuel and, and um, plastics. Um, all all different parts of the refining process, so it can be done. Uh, you know, obviously, it's a it's a much larger process than you can easily do in in a in the body of a shark. Mm -hmm. Though when we when I was working in the fuel cell business, I, I you know back in the early two thousands when that was still a big thing, a lot of our effort was to try and make compact ways to to make hydrogen out of out of um, fossil fuels like natural gas and gasoline. Um, we, you know, we could make something smaller, not, not that small, but, but smaller. So it's, it's feasible-ish. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, so the, the story, um, taking, taking your background with doing some, some prose work, um, and, uh, you know, deciding that you wanted to do this in the, in the, in the comics world, uh, how many challenges did you encounter um, with with the script, or was that something that was uh, pretty easy for you to do? It, it kind of fell out fairly easy. I mean, like I said, I'd started with just a kind of a brief story of this idea of a shark being modified by the military. And every now and then, I think you you might hear it, read something where where you know sharks or dolphins, some the military, either our military or another country's military, has done something where they tried to use them for mainly retrieval or something like that not not in this kind of fashion but mm -hmm. so so the idea was basically there from the start that somehow be the military would would modify this shark and then i started you know plotting how what what would happen to him next and i actually you know i've written the script for the full five first issues okay. so i've only drawn the first one because the drawing process is obviously much much slower but uh but i've got a full story full first you know trade trade paperback or graphic novel script ready awesome and do 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 they uh did you try to stick with like a certain page count or if you know issue one with it being maybe yeah the first i, I one? basically yeah i basically broke it you know it it, it kind of naturally broke up into into a good good five issue stories of of the first one's 28 pages i think most of the subsequent ones will be like 26 or so and then the final the final finale issue the, the issue five would would be a, a 35 or so you know a bonus sized issue for the for the big big finish yeah and that's something that uh you see a lot of times in comics with an event comic or or, or something that's uh a limited series that 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 last issue uh will sometimes be you know more pages are oversized because that's where you um you know, a lot of the, the the plot points or the story threads that you put out are, you know, 
come to conclusions. So that that mm-hmm. makes sense that that last one might be might be a little bit uh, might be a little bit longer. Um, so you you wrote all five issues and you've drawn the first issue and you mentioned earlier that you're using a bit of uh modeling software and uh, another software so why don't you tell us a little bit how you're um how you're um you're you're doing the art for this book because it does have that unique um you know look to it yeah i'm i'm using daz 3d um and for the for the initial images the initial mo- i modeled you know modeled the, the people the shark everything else in the scenes and then i i render those images using the image software um but but i'm not totally you know and i know a lot of people aren't totally a fan of the 3d look um for um for comic books and i'm not totally a fan of it either um, I like it, you know, more of a 2D look. So basically, I, I mod, start modifying the uh, the images in Clip Studio Paint, which is okay. the digital drawing software. Yeah. Um, similar to GIMP, but but more advanced I, and, and more features. I started with GIMP, um, but now I've switched to Clip Studio. Uh, I basically flatten the colors and then reshade them and, and re-highlight them, and then I draw in by hand some additional line work and, and some additional features and then play around with the background some to get them right to, to, so it's a it's a, trying to achieve a hybrid effect i'm hoping i'm i'm providing the the the, the deep the features you get from 3d but with more of a comic book look okay um so that leads me to a question with your with your background um, re, when you were working in all of those sort of high tech fields and all those high, on those high tech projects, were you doing like uh, schematics or or uh, anything that would have um, you know required a little right. bit of design work and and you know maybe not like fine art, but you were you were probably um, doing something that that you know rendered shapes or you know put pieces together and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, I used to. We use it. An, an engineering modeling program called Unigraphics that that does a lot of the same same things for design hardware. You basically build a shape and then you, you can uh, you, you can turn that shape into two dimensional drawings, or you can use it for for like additive manufacture or otherwise you know feature you know build a sh- uh, part with it. Um, so I've done a lot that so so that's that is some of the so some of the stuff you know of how you would move things and and orient things and the kind of controls you'd have and and the GUI um, was already you know kind of something I knew and understood so I could take to it faster than I might have if I was just coming out of out of it cold okay and so with this modeling software so um was it like one of those things that like once you you built the shark and you put the the tech on him um Mm -hmm. were you able to just sort of like reuse that shark like you know if in one panel yeah if he's he's coming yeah i actually use i use a purchase model for for some of these so you know a lot there's a lot of stuff free and online free and then there's some stuff you purchase and a few things i purchased Including the original shark model, and yeah, once you once you have him in a position, you can move the camera. So if you don't want to change his position, it's just a di- taking a slightly different shot. You can move the camera and retake the shot, 
and then or you can start moving the shark and reshaping him you know you can change his size you can you can bend him and pose him a little like a doll almost in in some ways wow that's that's really interesting it seems like you um you took um not necessarily your inability to 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 draw but you you said earlier that you you, you know you didn't uh maybe necessarily like to draw but you you've 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 sort of taken on the art chores by using technology and a little bit of, like we said, a little bit of your background. So you've, you've been able to, to render shapes and, you know, tell, tell the story. So that's, 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 that's a pretty cool uh, uh, sort of problem solving idea that you, you did there. Yeah. By hand, I can barely draw a straight line with the computer using something like clip studio. I can use, use that to help me draw a straight line. So I, I am trying to do more, you know, hand draw, not hand drawing on paper, but hand drawing on the computer to, to enhance the images further. So, so I'm not opposed to drawing at all. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, my, my ability and, you know, and my, you know, lack of training as a traditional artist would make that hard without, without these, these tools to help. Okay. Um, no, it's, 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 it's pretty cool. And, you know, it's, it's nice to see, you know, different, different art styles and, and, and that's what we're getting here. Um, so let's turn our attention to, to Kickstarter. This is the, this is the first, uh, comic that you've made, but this is also the first time you've entered the, uh, the, the Kickstarter world. So what has that, uh, been like for you? Oh, it's been kind of stressful, actually, yeah. if you know the truth. I, I you know, I, I had no good idea of, of what to expect. You know, I, I took the comics launch course and, and, you know, went through that and tried to make the best page I, I could and tried to build my email list. But, you know, I not having already had a book out there, I, you know, I was starting from a pretty small you know, fan base. Um, and so I've been trying to, you know, get publicity for that and, and trying to get people to the page and, mm-hmm. and you know, hoping they'll, that some of them will be interested enough to, to pledge for it. Um, but, you know, you kind of start fast and then all of a sudden the pledges stop and you're like, oh, wow, <laughs> I thought I was doing OK. And now I'm, I, you know, I didn't think I had that high a goal either. And, and now it's, a, you're, you know, you're you're a week away and still 24% to go. So, so yeah, it's kind of stressful. Yeah. I think, uh, I think most, uh, most folks, uh, you know, that initial rush you, you launch, you, you know, everybody that's close to you, maybe, you know, close friends, family, um, you know, folks, and maybe the, like the, the online community that you, you mm-hmm. build up some support with, they all come in and you, you get that initial rush, but then, you know, a few days in, uh, things start to slow down. And then in the middle, um, it's sort of what we call that, that dreaded, uh, dead zone. And you, 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 you're, you're out there, you're trying to, you're trying to, to get eyes and ears on your stuff and you're not actually sure when everybody, or sure if anybody's hearing you. So it's, it's, it's a bit stressful. Um, so do you, uh, how often are you, uh, you know, hitting the refresh, uh, button on your, on your, on your page? <laughs> I'm definitely doing it more than once a day. Uh, <laughs> I go, you know, in the, I check it in the morning, I check it in the afternoon, I check it in the evening. I try to decide whether I should do an update or, or change something on the page. 
I changed my project image recently because mm -hmm. I, I made an image I kind of liked a little better um, and, uh, and put that in there. So every now and then I start tinkering with the page or, you know, changing, making some animations. One thing about Daz 3D is it's, it makes, it's easy to make simple animations. So I, I tried to put in animations onto the uh, Kickstarter page for people to look at that would hopefully be amusing. Yeah, I, I, I saw, I saw, I think I saw one of those. I, I, I did, I did enjoy it. So I think sometimes you use the, the tagline Jaws meets Robocop. Is, is that, is that right? Yeah, that's kind of my, been, you know, the easiest way to explain it. It's, it's Jaws if the shark were the hero and it's mm -hmm. Robocop if, you know, if the, uh, the cop were a shark. Um, and, you know, in a few ways, it does follow some of the plot of RoboCop, where basically the shark is is taken, modified, fairly much against his will, and and sent off to uh, to deal with bad guys. Of course, you know he escapes, and then you know, and then it doesn't quite go the way anybody thought it would. But but that is kind of the a lot of the the plot point. Yeah, that, that's 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 pretty awesome. I, I I like the the two the 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 blend there. I don't know if I've ever thought that I would ever tell anybody anybody would ever tell me that they they combine Jaws and RoboCop. But but hearing <laughs> you say that, it, it it now actually makes a lot of sense. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, so uh, you you went out and you handled everything except for the lettering on this book. And mm -hmm. you uh, so how did how did you find the letterer for this book? I went through Fiverr and looked at different people's lettering samples on there uh, mainly. Um, I, I originally was trying to letter it myself mm -hmm. um, and I started to realize my lettering just wasn't quite right. And I, you know, I had all this other stuff to do and I'm like, okay, I'm giving up on the lettering. I'm going to get somebody else to do that. And so, so that's how I, I, know, I found the person I liked best on, on Fiverr. And they did a very quick job at a reasonable price, and and I thought it came out well. You know, some of the one of the lettering issues that's important is the shark. You know, the shark never speaks, but he thinks. So we hear his thoughts. At okay. the same time, at the same time, there's been a computer brain, an artificial intelligence implanted in him um, that uh, that you know is also is was implanted in him to try and give him orders and tell him what to do to make sure he follows military directives. So it also, we also hear what it's telling the shark. So I wanted to make sure that you had a clear, you could clearly see when the shark is, is thinking and when the computer artificial intelligence is telling the shark something, because basically they're in a conversation a lot of times in, in the shark's brain. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I, I, and part of the, the lettering job was to make sure, you know, that those two different, points of view you could tell when we're switching back and forth to them so there's no confusion for the reader um, on that okay i think you might be the first person i've ever talked to that's you know i've i've used fiverr in the past but not for any you know comics projects and so you might be the first person i've talked to that's that's used fiverr did it go did it go uh, smoothly or did it maybe take a little while to, you know, get the design of like the different balloons and, and then the, once that was done, it, it, it went well? Not much. I mean, she, she did it and then, you know, turned it around in a week or so. And, you know, she was apologetic actually, because I think she thought she'd do it in three days or something. I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. And, mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, I made a few changes and, uh, 
and that was it. it. It, like I said, it went, it went very smoothly and I was pleased with it. You know, I, I don't know if that's typical experience on Fiverr. I've never used it really for anything else. Oh, okay. Um, for, for any other work like that, but, uh, but I thought it went well. So did you get like a, did they, the, 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 the person from Fiverr, did they, um, put the captions like the, the word balloons over your art or did they provide you with like a layer that then you, um, working in manga studio that did you, you applied over the, top the, of it? Basically they, well, fortunately as it turned out they were using clip studio too. So they basically just provided, you know, clip studio files that would go over my clip studio files. So, okay. So it, that made it really easy. Cause also it meant that, that I actually had the, uh, the lettered, the lettered pages. So if there was something I wanted to quickly change in the lettering, you know, word wise, do an edit or something, I could do it without having to go back and, and ask the letterer to do it, do it again. So that, that worked out really well in terms of, of her being on the same, using the same art program I was using. Yeah, that does, that does sound, that does sound pretty, uh, pretty, um, uh, you know, uh, another happy accident. Um, did was it? Were there times that when you saw it lettered that you you went in and changed a few things to sort of spruce up the the dialogue? Or you know, once you saw it on the page, you were like, ah, maybe that doesn't quite work, or that what doesn't really get the point across? Or did did everything? No, it was it was more like uh, there was a typo that that I hadn't been caught after reading it four or five times, <laughs> and somebody pointed it out to me, and I'm like, oh my god, how did I miss that? And then that's that's what I wanted to correct. It, it wasn't anything really much with uh, with changing the thrust of the story or anything. Yeah, well, it's good to have an extra set of eyes come in and look at that, because I think a lot of times, um, at least from my own experience, you know, these stories live in our heads so much mm-hmm. that when we're, when we're looking at them and we're reviewing them and we, we know what it should say, we sort yeah, of, that, that, that's what, that's what, the, that's what you have that's you know that's what's lived in your head and that's what's still in your head and that's even though that's not what's on the page that's that's what you still sort of associate with that so we don't always we don't always see those you know slight you know maybe typo or something like that so it's good that you had uh, somebody to to help you out there no yeah that helped awesome so um as we stand, this is about, uh, it's about 75, 76% uh, funded with about a right. week to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so are there any other, um, I know that you said that this is five issues. Um, are there any other stories that uh, now that you've, you've done in comics that you maybe would adapt from your, from your other work? Or are there any stories that you want to tackle maybe oh. after this is over? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if I'd want to be the artist on all of them, but I definitely want to be the writer. Um, I, I envision a, a more all ages version of, of shark of war. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it would be, there would be uh, you know, as an, an issue where, you know, it's more like a kid's comic, um, but it's still a shark, <laughs> but he's just not, you know, killing people. He's, uh, he's more helping. <laughs> so I, I've envisioned something like that. Um, I have a couple of superhero comic book ideas I'd like to do, okay. um, you know, cause that, that's where I came into, you know, comic books as a fan of superheroes. So obviously, you know, I have my own, own desire to do that. Um, 
Awesome. Um, so uh, if you do do that and you do decide to turn the art chores over, uh, that'll probably be a different experience for you because you'll, oh, you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll see art in various stages and uh, it'll probably um, be very cool for you to, to see somebody else take your words and, and turn them into art. So, right. um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm pretty excited for this book. Um, you know, I've been, oh, I've been you. following it for, for a while and talking to you and hearing some of the background and, and actually to, to hear the strange fact that, you know, it might, uh, it, there, there, we, we, you know, you took some liberties, but it might be feasible to, to outfit a shark with some, some, some tech and fuel him with his, uh, his, his oils that, uh, that, that makes it even more interesting to me. Well, thank you. Awesome. So Ben, why don't you let people know where they can find you online and, uh, you know, make sure that you shout out the Kickstarter uh, one last time, but we will definitely have links to your social media and the Kickstarter uh, in the show notes for this, for this episode. Sure. Um, the Kickstarter is sharkofwar.bitingcomics.com. If you'd like to sign up for my email list or, you know, get a, a free Ashcan version of the comic book, bitingcomics.com is where you can sign up. If you'd uh, like to follow me on Twitter, it's at blacy1, B-L-A-C-Y-1. On Instagram, it's at benlacy1, um, sorry, at benlacy1. And on Facebook, it is, the, the Facebook page is, where is that? I've got it written down here and I keep forgetting it. Is at Shark of War, just simply at Shark of War on Facebook. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm going to have links to all of that, and I encourage everybody to um, take a look. And that's a pretty pretty decent uh, offer to, you know, get an ash can to, uh, you know, sample it. And then uh, hopefully from that sample, that, that would – entice you to, to you know commit to the to the kickstarter so that's that's a, that's a good freebie that you have there oh thank you awesome well if anybody listening would like to give us a rating and review on whatever podcasting service that you use we'd really appreciate it if you'd like to follow the podcast we are on twitter at construct Compod, instagram at constructed comics pod facebook and youtube constructing comics i'd like to thank ben one more time i'm very excited for this book. Uh, I, I, you know, there's a lot of times where people say, you know, comics should be ridiculous and comics, you don't, you don't have a budget. And uh, I think you've, you've, you've tackled both of those uh, here with, uh, with Shark of War. So uh, it's, it's, it sounds really great. Um, so I'd like to thank everybody for listening and we'll be back with a, another episode very soon.